welcome back to the Silver Screen Roll Podcast Network. This is I Love Basketball, and I'm your host, Sabrina Merchant. I am joined today by Christian Rivas. Christian, how are you doing? Doing fine. The, there's, the bubble is going well. Like, I don't know if it's going well for you personally, not that we're in the bubble, um, but it is going a lot better than I thought it would. The NBA re- released today that it, there's still zero positive coronavirus tests, which at that point, if you're a sports league, why do anything but that? I think the MLB's whole thing right now is, eh, we'll see what happens. And like, <laughs> I, we know what's going to happen. It's already happening, kind of. So it's, it's very weird. I'm happy to see basketball back on my television screen. And for the first time in a long time, it'll be Lakers playoff basketball on our television screens next time uh, you and I or you and somebody else talk. <laughs> and that's crazy to think that uh, it feels like we've, you know, been part of Silver Roll for such a long time and yet we've never covered the Lakers in the no. playoffs. <laughs> and I, for, for a long, th- if they missed again this year with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, I would have resigned because yeah. at that point it is me. <laughs> I'm a curse I on the team. would have made Harrison quit. I don't think those things are mutually exclusive. I think I can be a curse on the team and they can make the playoffs, but uh, them missing it again definitely would have pushed me one way. So uh, yeah, no, but things are going well. How are you, how are you holding up? You know, I got to say, I, uh, I'm a little worried about the bubble right now because as well as everything is going, we've got this news that uh, family members are starting to be allowed to come (laughs) to the bubble. Uh, Each player apparently is allowed four guests. Um, And, you know, I I trust the players to do what is necessary to keep the league going. This all due respect to their family members. I just don't trust them as much. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't have the same level of confidence in their families uh, to maintain the security of the bubble that has been achieved so far. I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm worried, but I'm like slightly concerned about what this could possibly introduce. In yeah. The- I think the hope is that they've been a family unit or they've been in this person's life long enough to understand like the sacrifices they have to make. And it, it's just basically another day at the office for them. I think that's why, um, according to at least the only report I read is from Woj today. I don't know if you read a different one. Uh, but that they're limiting it to like players that are known kind of within the organization. You kind of have to prove that you know this person if you've you've had a longstanding relationship with them. Um, so as not as long as they're not bringing in, um, you know, some person they swiped right on <laughs> like the night before, or their shady uncle that they they think is untrustworthy. I think I. I'm hopeful. Dude, Uncle Dennis is coming into the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> well, Magic Johnson's not there, so he has real no incentive uh, to rub shoulders with anybody. So, yeah, it's it, it'll be fun for sure. Um, I, I it just sounds like players are happy that they're going to see people, but like uh, besides their teammates for the first time in a while. I know Jalen Brown's going to be happy. To see uh, somebody other than Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that became a thing. Like, I guess Utah and Boston are in the same hotel, um, but I've heard it like in press conferences. I saw it on the NBA Bubble Life account today. Just like <laughs> I've seen Donovan Mitchell like 10 times recently. I, 
has Utah even played Boston? I'm, I'm not even sure. I don't know either. I spend less time thinking about Utah than I think about any team in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's in general, it's a good thing. Um, players definitely seem a little stir crazy. The Lakers more so than usual. Uh, as much as they like each other, you know, LeBron in particular seems like he really misses his family. And we want LeBron in the best possible headspace, you know, heading into the playoffs. So bring in all of the family members, you know, his teammates should surrender, you know, their spots so that he can bring in his whole family because, you know, he's got, you know, three kids and a wife and potentially his mom will want to come. So, you know, unmarried guys, you know, Kyle Kuzma, (laughs) Alex Caruso, just like give him extra spots. (laughs) Kuzma has a girlfriend that, I mean, she flew or she didn't personally fly the plane. (laughs) She had somebody fly a plane (laughs) wishing him happy birthday through a banner. I thought that was very cool. I think she deserves a bubble spot. Uh, yeah, but yeah. But like, uh, you know, that's that's one. And then, yes. like, potentially Mama Coos is going to want to come. But that, that's not for That's it. You know, End we could get list. some extra spots here. The crew, if I think Caruso's uh, still with his girlfriend that he dressed up as uh, Dwight and Pamela from The Office with. So, Angela? Or Angela. Not, <laughs> I, mix, I mixed Pam and Angela <laughs> and came up is with Pamela. specific costume that was, like, <laughs> Pam and Angela combined that I missed yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I, if, if his sister's still talking to him after missing her wedding, I Mm. suppose she could come. Sure. Uh, but we are not here to get into the, (laughs) uh, psychosis of, of players picking which family members come along. Although I'm sure it's a fascinating conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I have five family members. So my, or I have a family of five, including me. So my list would be pretty easy to put together. Um, nobody's feelings would get hurt except maybe my girlfriend okay. uh but you know sacrifices have to be made yep. it's part of my job being an nba player a job i have and like wear proudly so uh but yeah <laughs> that's not what we're here to talk about uh we're here to we, talk about other bubble news <laughs> yes the best bubble news in my opinion the the nba has done a really good job of thinking of ideas on the fly that would just kind of be fan service, uh, whether it's the play-in tournament or uh, announcing the awards during the playoffs as opposed to doing that god-awful show at the end of the playoffs. Announcing awards during the playoffs is already standard practice. They just tried to update it for ratings. It didn't work. (laughs) I'm glad we're going back to the normal system, even if a global pandemic had to provoke it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, But the best thing, like the most on-the-fly thing they've done that takes minimal planning is putting together an all bubble team. And I am yes. very, very excited for it because there are players that probably won't make an all NBA team that are going to be on the all bubble team. Um, and so um, we, we should probably take a quick break before we get into that. So uh, we'll do that. And then when we, when we get back, we will uh, get into these bubble teams. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about our all-seeding games teams, which is it's kind of a mouthful, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't yeah. have the same ring to it as all-NBA. Um, all I don't bubble, even think all-SG is... team is going to stick. It's going to be all-bubble, player yeah. of the bubble, you know, <laughs> all-bubble teams. Uh, you know, i got to say, it's, it's kind of unfortunate that they announced this, you know, six games into the process because maybe there were some guys who wanted to be on an all-bubble team who just didn't think there was anything at stake. It's sort of like... <laughs> you know, sandbagged it for the first few games. And now they're just disappointed that they've missed out on this once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. They'll never 
got to be player of the seeding games. So tough news for Timothy Lawau Kaburo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the Missed Nets have brought there. it. The Nets yeah, have brought oh it. Oh my god. If you would have told me the Nets were going to win one game, let alone six. More games than the Sacramento Kings and New Orleans Pelicans combined. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh I think uh Jacques Vaughn probably has that that job locked up. At least a job. <laughs> he's looked he's looked good. I don't know if uh Kyrie and KD seeing him go six two in the seeding games will mean more to them than their respective relationships with Tyron Lue or Jason Kidd. But uh <laughs> Yeah, he's they've looked good. Yeah, he's definitely at least earned himself uh, another job on a bench as an assistant. But regardless, uh, I think it's safe to say that no Lakers are going to be your player in the bubble. That oh, right? no, 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 no. no I, <laughs> I thought maybe Kyle Kuzma might enter the discussion. If, like, okay, the weird thing about, like, player of the bubble, I don't think they're going to do most improved. Because player of the bubble and most most improved are basically the same award. Like, if you're making the all-bubble team, it's because you're so much better than you were before the season was suspended. Um, and But ironically, I think that is not the case for player of the bubble. Uh, or at least my player of the bubble. I'll let you start, though. So my player of the bubble is Devin Booker. And okay. I think there might be some controversy. I feel like a lot of people are going to go with Damian Lillard. Uh my man is 7-0 and in the bubble so far. <laughs> By the time you listen to this, he may be 8-0. Yeah, know. he's like, the Michael Jordan of Michael bubble Jordan games. Of bubble game. yeah. <laughs> he has what I believe to be the best shot of the bubble. Now, obviously, Damian Lillard's ridiculous three-pointer yeah. that bounced up and then came all the way back down. And Kuz's has merited some consideration. Game winner against the Nuggets. Also yeah. <laughs> this is a buzzer beater being defended by Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And <laughs> the stakes are super high. Phoenix need, needs to go 8-0 just yeah. to potentially even make the play. They could go 8-0 and not make the playing game. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we invite them at this point? I Yeah, that when Portland won yesterday, I just got instantly mad. Like, I understand. To me, the most exciting matchup would be Portland-Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And in order for that to happen, Portland probably needs to clinch the 8th seed. Um, and then Memphis would have to lose to the Giannis-less Bucks. Right. Which, um, and I think Wes is out too. Possible. There are some talent on the Bucks other than Giannis. You know, Middleton is better than anybody on the Grizzlies. Yeah. And they have Dante, who's an absolute king. I want him <laughs> to succeed in everything in life. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my player of the bubble, Devin Booker. Uh, the reaction I got here suggests that you disagree. <laughs> No, no, no. I so de- de- not to jump forward too much, but Devin Booker's on my all bubble team. I think he deserves to be on the all bubble team. But my my player of the bubble, and this might just be recency bias, um, even more so than that Devin Booker buzzer beater is is Damian Lillard. Sure. It's because he's been unconscious the last two games. Uh, the game before they played the Mavericks. You mean when they played the Clippers? Right. Um, he just went berserk. Like, I mean, in both games, he went he went nuts. But if I'm remembering correctly, uh, the Clippers led for a moment. Or no, 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 sorry, sorry. It was not the game. Um, you just mean the Mavericks game itself. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Portland game. The, the point is, the, the, the Trailblazers have needed every point they can get 
from Damian Lillard to win the games they have. Some games they've came back from behind and won because of these solo runs Damian Lillard has been on. And I don't know if this is a hot take, so get ready. Uh, But I honestly don't think I've seen a person will a team like this since, like, 2005-2006 Kobe Bryant. I was going to say 2013 Kobe Bryant. Oh, right, right. Okay. uh, That's fair. But the the main point is – I haven't seen anything like this since since Kobe Bryant. Like, I understand Curry's gone on some, like, wild fourth-quarter runs during his MVP season. Uh, but he had a much more talented team to mm-hmm. lean on, I think. He didn't need to score as many points. I mean, right. half of the time he was playing under 35 minutes per game to, to will the Warriors to those wins. I think he averaged, like, 32 minutes per game during that unanimous MVP season. Crazy. What a world, man. Yeah. What but world. that is not the case for Damian Lillard. <laughs> Damian Lillard's <laughs> playing a lot of minutes, scoring a lot of points, and they've needed each and every one of them. Uh, I think he scored 112 points over the last two games, which is just crazy. And it's not a lot of points. And it's it's not like he's chucking either. It's like on 55 percent shooting from the field and 48 44.8 percent shooting from three. So um for that reason, he is my player of the bubble. Uh, I think he also leads all scorers in the bubble. But Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, I see the case for Devin Booker. He is on my all-bubble team, and those are my one and two spots if we're doing positions. <laughs> uh, those are my one and two spots on the all-bubble team. Yeah, I guess it's, it's fair to go with Dame. Um, uh, you know, Portland is so bad defensively. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they have but scores it sort of necessitates Damien to have to go off for like, you know, 51 and 61 points at a time. Uh, I just, you know, Phoenix is just getting it done. And uh, I, I like what I've seen from Booker. I obviously Dame gets a little extra assist because of the just thorough owning of the Clippers with his <laughs> press conference after missing those two free throws. Right. Iconic moment from Dame Lillard, but uh, I think what would be great is if Portland and Phoenix were in the 8-9 in that playing game. They announce the bubble MVP right before that game, and then the other guy just goes off. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if the NBA decided through some rule the Clippers clinch the one seed and play Portland in the first round. <laughs> that is the only yeah, thing so that I'm would with you, rival uh, that. Lillard and Booker are no contest choices on my – all bubble first team because there are two teams. I don't know if you read the whole release. Yeah, yeah no. There's no. a second team. <laughs> I, which I, d- depending on how they do the positions, I think you can put two teams together. Um, yeah. I, and because of positions, I think the next three spots are a little tough. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to go all star style where they go two guards, three forwards. Yeah. Uh, if they do, my team is rounded out by. TJ Warren, Michael Porter okay. Jr., and Luka Doncic. Okay. I don't know if is, – is Doncic a guard or – Doncic has guard or forward eligibility. Okay. Well, then, and in that case, that that is my five. Yeah. So, it says um, 10 players at any position from either conference. Uh, okay. So, that could totally be your first team. I did not go with Luka on my first team because he's – this Dallas has, like, a weird thing where they're not as good as you would hope in the fourth quarter of games. Yeah. Like, obviously, he had that really great um, fourth quarter against Milwaukee, but, like, came up short against Portland, came up short against Houston. Mm-hmm. This is too many free throws for my taste. Luka did not make my first team. I put Harden on my first team. Okay, yeah. 
That makes and sense. I actually put Porzingis on my first team. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> Porzingis over Luca, I think, is it's a, a, a little spicy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, Luca made my second team. Yeah, Harden's on my second team, which you could argue is a little spicy as well. Um, but the second team is where it gets interesting because I think after the first team, you kind of just lean back on like the all-star players that have been reliable and consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that one's a little harder for me. And then you and then you run into the problem of games played. Like Kawhi Leonard should probably be on the second team. Yeah, he's on but, my second team. But like similar to the MVP race, it boils down to games played. And he played and five it, out of six. Harden yeah. also missed the game, so I'm okay but with it. one player played six out of six. Not I, I have Kawhi Leonard on my, mm-hmm. on my second team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are, I mean, there is a small margin for error. Like, if somebody is having an equally good season as Kawhi Leonard, or bubble, I should say. But they play uh, eight versus, you know, seven yes. games. That's, that's a meaningful difference. <laughs> that is like 14% more games. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Chris Stops is on my second team. James mm-hmm. Harden's on my second team. And so is Kawhi. Uh, and then I think you have to go Giannis. Okay, yeah. Your, yours and my teams are very similar. This okay. <laughs> uh, well, then I'm interested to see where the, uh, where the discrepancy is. Then. Okay, so just to, just to recap, you had Booker, Lillard, Luca, TJ, and who was the fifth on your first team? Um, great question. Hold on. Luca Lillard. Oh, and Booker. Booker Lillard, Luca Warren. Who is the fifth? <laughs> Hold on. Now you're confusing me. Lillard. Oh, Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So I've got Booker Lillard, Harden, Warren, and Porzingis on my first team. I got Giannis, Kawhi, Michael Porter on my second team um with Luca and then I wanted to put a raptor in there but I hadn't decided on which raptor I wanted to put (laughs) (laughs) um as much as I claimed to not even think about the jazz at all I do have Donovan (laughs) Mitchell on my second team if he had managed to beat the Nuggets in that game then I would have put him on the second team he did not (laughs) so we're done (laughs) I do not fault Donovan Mitchell for playing for that poverty franchise I'm sorry I love him I want him to succeed in everything in life um and so i i put him on my second team but that like that i can admit bias to and i think is good like why i don't have a vote in these things because i would absolutely not hide my bias i love donovan mitchell i also love kyle kuzma i'm very happy he is uh he is playing as well as he is right now but not well enough to make the bubble team he just yeah, I mean, I, I actually, feel like a third team would be necessary for me to get yeah. Kyle Kuzma in there. <laughs> I don't even know if, honestly, I don't even know if a third team would. Like, you'd have to buy into narratives a lot. Yeah. He's been good, though. He defended yeah. Kawhi Leonard. He had a game winner. He's, like, been very efficient. I, I don't – there's an argument there. There's legitimately an argument. He has been the most consistent player on the Lakers. Like, this is, this is like, a verifiable fact here. Aaron Jackson Jr. is playing really well, too, before you get injured. I'm so yeah, bummed the, about the that. Yeah, the sample size is a little too short for Jaron. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't consider a lot of teams, i got to be honest. I, like, did not look at Orlando <laughs> or Brooklyn or, you know, uh, even Miami. It didn't give too much thought to. Uh, I just – Toronto has some really impressive games in the bubble, and I wanted to reward one of them. I generally think, like, best players should get rewarded here, which – 
is Lowry, but yeah. the advanced numbers seem to really like Van Vliet in the bubble. I don't know. I also really liked Danilo Gallinari and Chris Paul. I thought they've been very good. Uh, it's, a, it's a weird choice to have to make because it's, it's such a small yeah. table. <laughs> and I think – like guys in the bubble have to vote on this and then, like, walk around with the players for the next two months <laughs> while they, like, sit in this – and the the lists more often than not leak out if the NBA doesn't publish them themselves. Um, the media that votes on this, so oh, that's going to be really, yeah. it's going to be really really interesting. The most interesting thing for me going forward, though, is how many of these players are going to be small sample size heroes. Like, is this the new TJ, or is it just him playing like? It is just a hot stretch for him. That, mm-hmm. to bring it back around to the Lakers for a little bit, I think that's what I'm most interested in seeing with Kuzma. I think this is the longest stretch we've seen him play like this, but there have been stretches like this this season. Like, there was a four-game stretch where he started to look healthy, uh, which I think is ultimately the biggest thing with him, is he's actually healthy. He can move as well as he wants to on on both ends of the floor. Uh, but we have seen moments like this, and if, God forbid, he does roll an ankle, is is he going to be able to play at this level? And if he doesn't, are other guys on the team more valuable than him? So um, I, I'm interested to see if Kuzma, TJ, Michael Porter Jr., all these guys are just, um, you know, benefic- beneficiaries of the circumstance uh, circumstances they're playing in. So I think Booker, it'll be fun. I mean- the Suns have never won four games in a row in his entire Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. And then they, now they've won seven and like potentially eight. They, they probably will win eight considering all of the players who are sitting out in the Suns, you know, last seeding game. But it's kind of nice. Like I was talking about this with some other friends about how players who are not normally on national TV, like Indiana's not normally on national TV and Phoenix mm-hmm. is not normally on national TV. Like these guys just get an extra opportunity to show off, which, you know, is supposed to happen during the playoffs, obviously. But yeah. this is just a little preview of what's going to happen then. And Phoenix, I, I don't think, is going to make the playoffs. But whatever. Uh, non-believer. <laughs> I mean, I just, How dare I don't you? See, I don't see Memphis and Portland both losing to this just eliminated lineups that are going to be you, playing. You think them. Memphis is going to beat Milwaukee? I think they're going to beat the non-Giannis Milwaukee, yes. Oh, no. I don't I think, think Mike Budenholzer is going to deliver an assist to his former assistant, Taylor Jenkins. Oh, so like, well. Hey, and they're all going to be like, you know, if Memphis makes the playoffs, then Boston's lottery pick is way worse, and we want Boston's pick to be way worse. That would be unfortunate because I don't know if Memphis-Portland would be oh, as fun as, as Phoenix-Portland. Memphis did play Portland at the start of the seeding games, right? And that, I think that game went to overtime, Yeah, but that was with Jaron Jackson. So, And, like, because Memphis would lock up the – eighth seed if they won or does no. portland lock it up portland locks it up win? with a win okay because i was yeah. gonna say if memphis messes around and wins that first game <laughs> they, then you have a boring play in and a boring first round which yeah, i am for the, for the good of the league we need memphis to lose tomorrow like milwaukee <laughs> to get this done i and yeah i will be see booker lillard <laughs> right it's not what everybody wants to see booker lillard yeah, but because they're both just they're throwing things up that go in. Yeah, and I think that is when the NBA is is at its most fun. Like the the Lillard shot you were talking about earlier, the one that just bounced in. I oh was in shambles. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. 
Yeah, I will say, like, as, as a Laker fan, it's just been a disaster to watch some of these seeding games because, like, you keep hoping that Houston will move up to three and then they just, like, sit out games and you keep hoping Denver will fall down yeah. and then they win that ridiculous game against Utah. And, you know, you keep hoping that, like, Portland will find a way out, but then they just keep winning. So I I'm would not be worried about Lakers against Portland. Let's yeah. preface that. Not at all. I am worried about them against Houston. So that's unfortunate. Yeah, I don't want to see Houston. I think I'd be more worried about Denver if Gary Harris and Will Barton had more games under them, but mm-hmm. like, I don't think they're going to. I mean, Mike Malone straight up said the other day, like, we're not going to wait around for these guys. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have been enjoying point, point bull bull, but he's on a two way. So he won't play in the playoffs or is That's he true. on a rookie contract? Uh, he's on a two way. Okay. And I is don't any, think, I thought the eligibility for the playoffs was different this year. I think, um, in order for you, like, if a player goes down with an injury, two-way players could be converted into that roster spot, if I'm remembering correctly. Because the deadline for converting two-way players passed a long time ago. I think the exception right. they're making in the playoffs is you can <clears throat> convert two-ways into regular roster spots, and in that case, they can play in the postseason. But I, mean, I could be misremembering. They have players, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, but yeah, if, I, I mean, hear that, like, sorry, go ahead. Oh no. I was just going to say, I, I'm all for point bull bull point plumley. Any, any big man handling the ball is, is okay in my book. Yeah. I, I heard that Trevor Reza actually like, uh, the reason he sat out was because he had, uh, a visitation period with one of his children, right? Like as they're going yeah. through some custody agreement, apparently that those dates changed. So Portland tried to get him back into the bubble and, they were not allowed to because it was not coronavirus related. Jeez. Oh man. Crazy. Like wouldn't the NBA be so much better if Trevor Reza was allowed to play for Portland? The I'm the first round series I think would be a lot better if Port if Ariza was available for Portland. Don't know if he's stopping LeBron. Right. Uh, don't know if a lot of people can stop LeBron. But he's but you know he's better than He's LeBron. more capable of stopping LeBron than Carmelo Anthony. I will tell you that. Even like the way you get up to play your best friends in like rec leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any version of Carmelo Anthony past <laughs> or present can, can guard LeBron James. Yeah. The bump teams are a great idea. I'm really glad the NBA did this. And I think I'm we nailed super it. Bummed when no Lakers make the old bubble team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like half of the writers there are from LA. Maybe there'll just be some like little extra bias. Thrown in for <laughs> is yeah. So is Kuzma the only player you think deserves any consideration for the all bubble team from the Lakers? Yes. Yeah. I think that's, I wouldn't even put him ahead of like Paul George. So (laughs) I am, I don't want to end the show on a sour note, but (laughs) I, the fact that Anthony Davis went missing, has gone missing for stretches during the Mm -hmm. seeding games has worried me. I don't love that. Yeah. I don't love it either. I, it, it appears to be like giving other teams a playbook to follow as well. Like there's a template, like you send a hard double at Anthony Davis and he's just incapable of handling it. Yeah. And that is unfortunate. Uh, I think that will be remedied, you know, because the Lakers have been sh- hopefully shooting a little better. Dane Green got a new bed, you know, maybe that'll help things out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, my belief is that as LeBron's level of play rises, he is, you know, the rising tide that lifts all of the Lakers' boats yeah. 
So when he starts to bring it, you know, he just sets up camp in the post and just gets his work done. That'll mitigate a lot of the issues that the Lakers have. I like your optimism. And before I say anything else, I think we should end the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, perfect place to end, you know. We've got Lakers playoff basketball coming. LeBron James in a Lakers uniform. It's happening. Get excited. And subscribe to the Silver Screen Roll podcast so you can hear us talk about it all week. (laughs) We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your shows. So get pumped and we'll talk to you soon.